throughout the nation and around the globe. From his heart to yours, it's Dear James Live, bringing you intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Weekly Wisdom and Insights. I am your host, Dear James, and my incredibly fabulous co-host, the Lady Jacqueline, is off this week. So, wow. I said this, I think a show or so ago, I went, wow, 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 at the very beginning. And that's because, again, we've been talking about these August energies and what was going to commence beginning August and how this was going to really set the arc for 2022 and beyond. And really the next six months as well. I mean, some intense three months, six months intense through the end of the year into 23. And so that is the energy. It is a wow, wow, wow. And um, so as we jo- as we always do with every show, um, as you're joining us, um, as Kim just did, good morning. Welcome, Kim. As you're joining us, um, please put in the comments that you're joining us. And if you'd like where, where from and so forth around the globe. And as we interconnect and intertwine and everything, and then also to remind you that we are taking your questions live. So if you have any specific comments, any specific questions um, that you may have or in, in the information that we cover, please place those also in the comments and we will incorporate them throughout the broadcast. So I, if I may, what I'd like to do is retrace our steps just a moment, because this is where it tells, you know, this whole journey tells a story. And, um, and wonderful, Kim, you're joining from Ontario, Canada. See, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. It, it, it brought, it's a, it's a beautiful um, spectrum of people that join us from all over the globe. And that's what's been so amazing also about this journey and, and the technology that we use, right, that we can all gather together and, um, and do this via the internet and via video and come together. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so let's look at the energies. And just to go back, August, as we began August, it was August 3rd was the first show, and it was called a unifying force. So there was this unifying force, this, this higher power coming together. As we moved to the 10th, it was a blank white page. And about this whole, like, what to do with this blank white canvas. As we moved to the 17th, it was about rainbow blessings. And so, and a river runs through it. So remember this, the rainbow blessings and a river run through it, which was talking about the covenant, the Holy Spirit, the deliverance of things. So a unifying force, a new blank page to create from. Rainbow blessings, a river runs through it. And then we come to today. And last week, like they had said, last week was about, they said at the very end, next week's about deliverance. And so that is what today's show is about deliverance. And I want to bring up the, the actual definition of deliverance the act of delivering someone or something. A state of being delivered, especially liberation, salvation, rescue. So there's the actual definition. To be delivered, especially liberation. And remember, we were talking about 
how we look back at where we've been. We look back at this the state of being that we have been in. And it's like the it's the devil card and the the lovers card in the tarot. Contained within the devil card of the tarot is this the the male and female forms naked in their nakedness shackled chained and so it's all of these things that have kept us encumbered enslaved oppressed suppressed and so forth when you then move to the lover's card no devil there no chains no encumberment they've been liberated they've been delivered they're 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 free and again, remember that takes us back to the original, right? That is the, the original form that we found ourselves in. And at the end of last week's show, they were talking about the octave. We're going back to where we began, but an, an octave higher on how the eights were playing. So you can see the devil card represents, let's, you know, let's look at it from our known history, the last 2,000 plus years, this enslavement. And the liberation, the deliverance, is in the lover's card, which is the union, right? The union with ourselves, the union with higher power source, soul source connection, this union. And it can, and it can be the union within our literal lives of, of couples and families and partners. And it's, it's the purifying. It's the liberation and the purifying of our relationships, our being. And so... In that, we're coming to this deliverance state. And the overall theme for today, what they gave me for the overall theme is deliverance. A moving away from hyphen departure from the past. So it is a little literal departure from the past. We are moving on. And, uh, you know, it's like this, I've got the Jeffersons, for, for those of you who are dating myself, but the Jeffersons sitcom, um, you know, we're moving on up. To the east side. It's that whole thing of we're moving on up. We're moving beyond the limitations, the constructs, the masks, the identities, the, the ego mind, all of that stuff. We're moving beyond it. And welcome, welcome, Jennifer. It's lovely to have <coughs> pardon me, lovely to have you joining from France. Um so in this deliverance is wisdom and knowledge, right? We're going to take, it's as if we take everything we've known, everything that we've experienced and so forth. And what they're saying is, and we, and we do, they, we give it a, a namaste. Namaste meaning I bow to the divine in you. It is to honor, appreciate, respect the journey where we've been. And then we, we simply turn with grace, with ease and grace and gratitude, we turn, we pivot, and we embark on the new. And I want to, um, I want to bring up this quote about deliverance. And it says, within deliverance, I can see everything here on the screen. There we go. Within yourself, deliverance must be searched for because each, and I'm going to paraphrase here, each man, woman makes his, her own prison. It's a quote by Sir Edwin Arnold. 
And so there's truth in that, right? Because again, the ego mind, the identity has walled us up. It's, it's protected us. The ego, the ego mind is always wanting to protect. And so within deliverance, with, within yourself, deliverance must be searched for because each man makes his own prison, is the quote. Well, therein lies the beauty of this deliverance is that we're moving beyond the, the devil card. We're moving beyond these self-imposed restrictions. They're self-imposed. They're ego mind created. We tell ourselves they're there to keep us safe. When in actuality, when we just surrender them, we move through. We deliver ourselves in that way. So higher octave of what's going to be happening, the energies globally, and then the literal practical. How do we do this in our own lives? How do we actually, and it's going to be both. They're, you know, they're, they're giving me the two coming in together. So it's both the higher power, and this is going to be interesting, higher power, Uranus, higher power, higher mind, Mercury, mental mind, our, how we interact with each other and speak and, and, and write and articulate ourselves coming in together, how we deliver ourselves together. So it's been a big topic. It, it, this, I, I, as you all know, I usually just sit down and do this right the morning of. This has been building for a good week, um, a good few days and week. It started last week, really got into what they were talking about. Um, and we're going to read because with today's numbers, 8, 24, 2022, the 24 becomes a 6. 2022 becomes a 6. So we have an 8, 6, 6. When you add those together, they become a 20, which becomes a 2. And you're, we're going to see, because the first thing beyond the main theme, welcome, Elizabeth. Um, so beyond the main theme of deliverance, this a moving away from and departing from the past, the first thing they said is the creative and receptive forces in play at hand. And there was something very interesting because the in play, so when, when you use that term, right, in play, something's in play. It means that it's in play. It's active. It's being actively um, articulated, worked on. Um, you know, it's kind of like, oh, the you know the ball is still in play. So even though the the whistle's blown, the ball is still in play. The game is still going on. And so there's that aspect playing. And then they said, at hand. And so the creative and receptive forces in play at hand. And the term at hand means nearby, ready and accessible. So here's this deliverance, this departure from the past. With the creative and receptive forces. Remember last week was the creative force one. Built in this week, a receptive force two. In play at hand. And then I heard and I saw and I heard the term the master weaver which we've been talking about. And there was this beautiful image 
of the creative and the receptive forces, divine masculine, divine feminine, the archetypes, them coming together, a unifying force with the divine spirit. So we've got the Holy Trinity, the divine spirit, and they're coming together in play at hand, weaving this entire journey for us. This entire experience, because again, we've said this all along, we're the guest, not the host. They are the host. This is where this is coming in. And so it's literally in play at hand. And why? Well, because even though we're speaking today, this has, and I'm going to talk to you, and you'll see how this all comes together. When we look at hexagram two, which is the receptive force, it's hexagram two, receptive force. All of this is tied. It's like the 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 linchpin, the 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 connection point. The the they're giving me when you do a race and the you know the 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 starting point is this upcoming on Saturday is the Virgo new moon, and so the sun and the moon are in Virgo, and there is some and it creates. There's going to be a grand trine, so we have. Mars at four degrees. We have the sun and the moon at four degrees. We have Mercury, and Mercury rules Virgo and Gemini. So Mercury, lower mind, if you will, out the way we interact. Uranus, higher mind. And, and then Pluto. So there's a, a grand trine. It's a beautiful art, it's a beautiful positive thing. And then there's also there's the challenges that are involved as well. But in this Virgo new moon, not to get lost and, and confuse everyone, the Virgo new moon is the starting point of this deliverance. It is literally the, you know, the the, the gun goes off, and the the uh, the deliverance begins. Is the way they're saying it to me. I would say the race be the deliverance begins because we're moving away. We're departing from the old. Um. And the, um, because it's literally, they're saying it's the Virgo new moon is the time of deliverance. And so, and think about the fact that it is, it is the harvest, right? It represents Virgo is the virgin, the, the great mother. It is the harvest we've been building. We planted the crops, the seeds, the whole shebang. And now it's time to harvest and or to birth. It's the ninth month. So it would be. Um, like uh, the Empress card, um, I believe it's the Empress card, she's full, she's pregnant. So she's giving birth. And in this instance, we're giving birth, deliverance to the new, to the, the liberties and the freedom. The Sabian symbols, I'm going to put my specs on here because I want to go to uh, the Sabian symbols that are associated with this Virgo new moon. And they are incredibly powerful. And if we were to sum this up, we would have, we're going to start with Mercury, because that's who's ruling this new moon. The transmutation, so the, the, the Sabian symbol is Libra, two degrees, and for Mercury. And it says the transmutation of the fruits of the past experiences into the seed realizations of the forever creative spirit 
So meaning we're transmuting the fruits of the past. We're letting go of the, the fruits of the old, the past experiences into the seed realization because contained within the old is the seed of the new of the forever creative spirit. And here's the creative and the receptive forces coming together, unifying force, rainbow blessings, blank white creative, blank white page, and, um, and the river runs through it. So we have these things. And so here it is, and they say the original formulation of this symbol, these symbols, by the way, the Sabian symbols were intuited by, intuited by a medium um, back in the 50s in Balboa Park in San Diego, California. And there was a gentleman that worked with her. And the Sabian symbols, there's one for each degree of the zodiac. So there are 360 symbols um, and degrees. This one, so again, you can't make up. Here's where we've been building, building, building. They've been guiding us, showing us the story. And then here it is, this deliverance. And the symbol that goes with it is the transmutation of the fruits of the past experiences into the seed realizations of the forever creative spirit. And it is literally this moving from the old to the new. And Dane Rudyer, who did these symbols, re-examined re them and, and expanded on them. He says, the original formulation of this symbol was both occult, meaning wisdom, knowledge, and, he believes, confusing. The light of the sixth race transmuted to the seventh. It could be interpreted in terms of the process of mankind's development through the seven great races or evolutionary periods. And this is what we've been talking about, that we're moving from the old. The old is over. It's done. And we move, humankind moves to the next, to the seventh, from the sixth to the seventh. And so he's talking about this, and, it, and remember, it's saying the light of the sixth race transmuted to the seventh. And so this is one aspect so that it's showing you here's Mercury, here's the symbol, it's ruling this new, this Virgo new moon. And then let's just jump to Uranus because Uranus is, is aspecting throughout this month. It, it started from, remember, 8 1. Um, that whole piece and the Uranus and that once in a lifetime, not since Alexander the Great. That's why Uranus is in play here. And that took place um, on 8-1. So here's Uranus. Here's the Sabian symbol for Uranus. It's Taurus 19 degrees. And it's a new continent rising out of the ocean. The surge of new potentiality after the crisis. And it says, the symbol need hardly be commented upon. When the mind has been emptied and light has been called upon to purify the consciousness freed from its attachment and contaminations, devil card, lover's card, a new release of life can emerge out of the infinite ocean of potentiality, the virgin space, virgin, Virgo, new moon. What will it be used for? Because this is a fourth stage symbol, we find in it a suggestion of how to approach whatever new phase of life has been not only hoped for, but actually confirmed. The technique is simply 
to allow the infinite potential to operate in unconstrained spontaneity. So it's here it is, it's like we've been talking about allow, 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 release control. And we've talked about, I'm, I'm looking up and seeing uh, Debbie and Deborah joining us, welcome. And you know that being where people, where we've had a hard time letting go, not controlling. But here the technique is simply to allow the infinite potential to operate unconstrained. And you're going to see how just these two, and I'm going to, I'm going to attach these all because there's multiple other ones. And they all talk about, um, literally, let me just give you the, the new moon, um, the sun and moon, the, the Virgo new moon. It's Virgo 5. It's Sabian symbol is Virgo 5. And it says, a man becoming aware, a man, woman becoming aware of nature spirits and normally unseen spiritual agencies. The opening of new levels of consciousness. And, and they, they talk about how we would call this imagination. But again, can you see, let me know in the comments, can you see this theme where the deliverance is about the releasing of the old, the releasing of the old ways, the, the releasing of the devil card, the enslavement, the fear, the, the mental mind attachments, mercury to higher higher wisdom, the new, this whole new world, this whole new way of being, and that the technique, the way, the way is the way, but the way, <laughs> the technique, the way to get in alignment with the way is allowing. It is to allow. And so this is where, um, this is the process. These are the symbols, and I'm going to put the symbols in the uh, the write up in uh, later, so that you can all read each one of them. You can't make it up if you tried. That's what's so amazing about this. Now, the way, part of the way, and I'm going to bring up this image because we talked about this last week, and at the end of last week's show, we were talking about the Holy Spirit, baptism by fire, Pentecost, all of this. And as you can see the image, remember the creative and receptive forces in play at hand coming together. With the creative and the receptive is the Holy Spirit. So this, so it is the force. It is that force. It is the deliverer. And you've got Mercury, the messenger, the deliverer of messages. This, the Holy Spirit, is the deliverer of these energies, these forces, what is in play, what is at hand, what has been woven by the master weaver. And you have this beautiful image of the dove, which represents the Holy Spirit. And you can see the rays emanating out from the sun, the central sun, and the sun, S-O-N-S-U-N. And you, and it is a it, it is a visual symbol of what's to be received, i.e. illumination, to be illumined, baptism by fire, a whole new way of being. Now I know, you know, everybody, haha, tell me in the comments, you know, again, we haven't had things like this happen since, in our known readings, since biblical times, since, uh, you know, perhaps reading back further Sumerian you know, the, the societies of Sumeria and Egypt, Babylonia, 
all of these times. And yet the, the, the point that I would be making is, the point they are making is, it happened before. It, it will, it is happening again. It will happen again. And of course, it's for us. We're going back to where we began, but an octave higher. And so here are these, and, and they speak about, you know, receiving the living waters, right? The living waters. The living waters is soma. It's not literal water. It's soma. It's the Holy Spirit. It's the spirit of source that comes, Pentecost, the, you know, the illumination and so forth. So this is that baptism by fire element. And, and then lastly, the last thing they said, and then I'm going to go to hexagram two, which is encompassing this whole thing about deliverance and the, and the how of it. They said, open to a, in quotes, in capital letters, a new reality. And they gave me this image and literally so open to a new reality. And all I heard was sunflowers, sunshine birth, renewal. So this is literally, this image of the sunflowers represents what's being delivered. The absolute, and I don't know about all of you, I look at this image and I just start smiling. It is hopeful, it is positive, it is electrifying, it is inspiring, it's invigorating. I mean, you name a positive uh, adjective, this image you know, a picture speaks a thousand words, it sums it up. It's like, this is what they're saying, open to a new reality. And this is the image of that reality. This is the image of what's to be received, what's on offer. Um, so let's go. And tell me in the comments, how is this resonating with all of you? Are you feeling it? Are you are you tracking with it? Because there was also an interesting thing this morning. Where like when I woke up this morning and I went to really hone in on today's message and everything and to receive it, I was um there was like not blockages, but I I was like I need I couldn't concentrate. There were some things going on and I couldn't exactly concentrate. And I needed that moment, that beat to then go, okay, and I took a deep breath, and I released, and I said, okay, and everything like the channel cleared, everything cleared up, everything opened up, and it came through, and this is where the beauty of hexagram two, because the, the receptive force, right, it's not about forcing something, it's not about demanding and forcing and, and pushing and shoving and that's not going to do it. <laughs> that is not going to deliver us. It won't deliver you. The way in this moment, the way period, however amplified in this, magnified in this moment, the way was to yield. And that is what the receptive force is. It is to yield. It is to take that beat, stop. If you're forcing, if you're demanding, if you're operating from fear, take a beat, take a breath, and then yield. Because hexagram two, the receptive, its action is to reflect. Its hidden influence 
is literally itself to receptive, yield. And I find that so powerful and so beautiful because it means we have within ourselves everything we need, what we need. We certainly have it in this moment. And what is it? To reflect, to to be receptive, to yield. What's its underlining cause? Hexagram one, creative, the creative force, to initiate something new. In, In the moment that I just explained for myself this morning, it was to initiate, create and initiate a space so I could hear, so I could receive today's message. So that I could receive the message of deliverance. I mean, it was just that crystal clear. And I went through the paces. I went through the the agitation, the frustration, the block, the, you know, like, and then I just, you know, take your hands off the wheel and went, okay, stop. Step back, sit for a moment. And then it all just effortlessly flowed in. Let me incorporate, before we go on with the receptive and the hexagram too, I want to, I want to bring in some of your comments. So Kim stated, absolutely, I just picked uh, I just picked calendula flowers yesterday that look just like that, feeling the energy. There you go, Kim. So there's this really bright, amazing, electrifying energy. The calendula, the sunflowers, this radiant, vibrant, and they're saying to me, core energy that's going to be, that's coming through, that's being delivered. Um, Debbie, thankful for this message. Love what I'm hearing. It is a new beginning for me, and I love the encouragement you are sharing. Yes, and, and you know, it's the ripple effect, right, Debbie? And for everyone listening, take this and ripple it, magnify it, expand it, sit with it. Let it internally amplify and magnify. Because again, it's it's what's on offer and it's the way we bring it. It's the way we allow. Um, I am deliverance and renewal, the battle within oneself to attain a higher place slash purpose. It's all been around forever and in all religions. It's human nature to seek deliverance and human nature to fear it. It takes courage and faith in oneself. Thousand percent. You know, there's a beauty in the fact that again, you know, contained within the seed, you know, contained in the experience, is the seed of your, of our deliverance. It's already there. It's built in. It is the way the great creator, higher source, higher power, divine law, it is the way it was weaved, the master weaver. It is the way it was created. And so now what we're looking at is moving from the sixth to the seventh and final. It speaks about this. It speaks about an end of times, right? An end of a way, an end of an operating system, an end of a way or an era. It doesn't mean the end of the world. It doesn't mean the end of our existence. It means the end of a way. And I often relate this to, you know, the difference between Apple, Macintosh, Apple, and Microsoft. The Apple the apple plays a big part in our human experience. And so you can see two different operating systems, two totally different languages, two totally different ways of, of doing something, of, of basically doing or executing the same experience 
but in two different ways. And so here in the seed, so apple, any fruit, any tree, right, contain the seed. So once the, once the fruit dies, spoils, it dies, but the seed lives on. It renews, it regenerates. And so this is what we're talking about. Uh, Deborah, so beautiful. I was just going to say this is a living change, just as you were saying, the living waters. Definitely in alignment with what I am sensing. This is exactly it. It is living. It is continuing. And, and I want to bring up because of the 866, right? These dates, 824-2022, becoming an 866. We've talked a lot about this year, 2022, as a six-year. And it represents, in the hexagram, in the Yijing, hexagram six represents conflict. In other uh, modalities and everything, it represents destiny. And we've talked a lot about conflict versus destiny. And the arc of destiny is forward. It moves forward. Well, it also came in this morning that the eight represents infinity, right? It's infinite. It's boundless. So it's, it's, it's living. It's, it's ongoing. It never ends. And then the sixes, and it was, so conflict versus destiny, we've been talking about. Chaos versus deliverance. Are you in conflict? Are you in chaos? Are you holding on? Are you in fear? Are you trying to control? Are you wanting the, you know, the days of yesterday? Conflict, chaos versus destiny, deliverance. I don't know about you all, but I am certainly on the destiny deliverance train. <laughs> because again, we nowhere in history have we gone back. Never. We always move forward. The arc of destiny is forward. Deliverance is forward. It's not about holding on to the past. It never has been. And so this is where we all get to choose. 866. There's a new moon. This deliverance, this Virgo new moon. Higher mind with, in concert with, uh, rational mind. And how they work, deliverance, this unifying force, how they're going to come together. And Uranus is the one that is the expect the unexpected. Uranus, as the higher mind, is the one that propels, launches us forward. And it means our Mercury mind, if you will. Mercury knows. Mercury knows what Uranus is talking about. So we just simply need to surrender to allow, hands off the wheel, to move forward, to go into the unknown. And this is where you'll see hexagram two coming. But it was a beautiful thing about conflict and chaos, or conflict and destiny, chaos versus deliverance. It's, the, and, you know, two C's, two D's, you know, they're giving it to me. I'm not making it up. They're, they're giving it to me. And it was really this very poignant moment for me of like, ah, oh, we've been talking all along about conflict versus destiny, chaos versus deliverance. We don't need to live in, in chaos. We don't need to do that. You can choose to do it, 
or you can choose to live in deliverance, be delivered. So let's go back to hexagram uh, two, the receptive. And I'm going to move this over. We've got to get to it for a second. Here we go. And, or maybe not. So, and it speaks to reaction is how you defend. And I believe I have this beautiful quote. Let me bring it up. Here we are. I'm going to bring this up. Reaction is how you defend the past against the future. So re think about that for a second. Reaction is how you defend the past against the future. We're not, if, you, if you're reacting, reaction, you're defending. You're in a defensive position. If you're being proactive, you're on the offense. You're, you're advancing. You're playing offense. And it talks about, there's a quote by Ovid that says, Take rest. A field that has rested gives a bountiful crop. And so really that says to us, rest, be gentle with yourselves. Remember, if you're pushing and shoving and trying to make this happen, like this morning, like it's not, rest, take a rest. A field that has rested gives a bountiful crop. And it says, kun, which is hexagram two, uh, the, the creative force, I'm sorry, the receptive force. Um, it says, Kun calls for a period of patience and reflection. Where you may have been reactive in the past, it is time to learn how to be responsive. Reaction is a defensive position to uphold the known, while responsiveness is open to the unknown. Kun encourages you to yield to the way each day is a creative awakening. It encourages you to yield to the way each day is a creative awakening. It's a blank page. You can create anew, not only every day, but in every moment. Start with that clean, pure, blank canvas. A sense of openness and the release of clinging to structure and form will be necessary to give birth to this energy. A sense of openness and the release of clinging to structure and form. If you're clinging to the old, you are in conflict and chaos. However, the sense of openness and the release of clinging to the old will be necessary. It gives birth to this new energy, right? It gives birth to the deliverance. The difference between reaction and response is your ability to use your senses and not the memory mind, ego mind, mercury, mercury mind, lower mind, while observing. So see, it's telling us that mercury, mercury is delivering the message from Uranus, from the other players, because he's playing a, a pivotal role in this new moon, in this Virgo new moon, and in this deliverance. He's, he's, he's remember, he's the messenger. He's the town crier. He's the awakener. And he's saying, hey, hi. The way to do this is to move out of reaction to response. Openness so that you birth it. You receive the deliverance. And that... It's about using the senses, not your mind. Your senses. Sixth, sixth sense. Soul source connection. 
intuition, gut, however you want to label it, it's about suspending. It's the four of cups, right? We know the cups. There are three in the four of cups in the tarot. There are four cups and they're laying on the ground right in front of the, the person. He or she has leaned up against a tree and they're looking at these three cups. Well, those are the known senses. Those are the known uh, structures, forms, identities, labels, things we know. And then there's the fourth cup that's coming in out of the clouds on high, Uranus, higher mind, coming in, and yet the person is not paying attention to this fourth cup. However, therein lies the deliverance. Therein lies the cup full of soma, source, spirit, that's being delivered to us. That's the cup we want to be looking at. So it's talking about not using using not using your senses and the memory, but uh, observing with your sixth your sixth sense. Stand in the moment with a sense of openness to what is unfolding without defending the past. See, it's like, don't stand in judgment. Don't stand in fear. Don't stand in worry. You don't need to, to defend anything. Remember, we said earlier, we're bowing, we're, we're namaste. We're bowing to the divine of ourselves, of our past experiences, the whole of the whole. It was, It is and was purposeful. However, now, it's like a relationship. They're giving me this. It's like a relationship. What was doesn't mean that it is forever. And it is not to throw the baby out with the bathwater, but it's to appreciate. It is to come to a state of gratitude of the experience, whatever the relationship, so as to receive its divine, its divineness, its divinity, its divine blessings. If we throw the baby out with the bathwater, there's no namaste. There's no bowing to the divine in the other who has come for us. So, um, so it's stand in the moment with a sense of openness to what is unfolding without defending the past. And this is true of this moment. Connect with each sense. Are you listening? Are you seeing how life speaks to you? Remove preconceptions and judgment. That's huge. Remove preconceptions and judgment. If we think it's bad, if we're fearful, if we're against it, and, and we're not talking about things that might harm you. We're talking about a perception of something because we fear, because we don't know it, because it's quote-unquote unknown. So it's talking about remove preconceptions and judgment. All things change in time and a period of action reflected by the underlining cause of the creative must give way to its opposite reflection. Like winter, it is time to turn within and reinvigorate your inner world in preparation for a springtime to come. Embodying an open field in activity, you are called to put your needs aside to serve, open, and reflect before acting. Kun's power of success comes from within. It's an inside job. It's always an inside job, right? We talk about, the Lady Jacqueline and I talk about this all the time. It, it, the success, the power of success initiates comes from within. Move into the world from the inside out. 
So again, you can't see or receive, you know, nature spirits, other, this whole new, you can't see it if you don't believe it, if you're not open to it, if you're clinging to the past, if you're in chaos, if you're not allowing, if you're not open. The receptive is the womb holding the energy of attraction by way of intention that requires the development of sincerity and patience. So, again, we have to be authentic. So if this isn't, you know, again, if this isn't for you, if it's rubbing up against you, then it's not for you. However, should it be, then the way, the way to receive this deliverance is to realize you're already the lover's card. You're already free. You're already liberated. You're already in deliverance, in receivership, receptive force, in receivership of the new. You're excited, enthusiasm. You're ready for it. You want it. You're desirous of it. You need not fear it. Because again, it's going gonna, it's gonna to free you. It's going to liberate you. It's going to unencumber you from where you've been. Is it scary because it's unknown? Yes, of course, we're human. <laughs> and yet, at the same time, it's invigorating, it's inspiring, it's exciting. We just have to, we just have to walk through the fire, right? Baptism by fire, walk through the fire. Walk through the fire to receive the new. The receptive is in harmony with the boundless. The receptive is in harmony with the boundless. Eight, boundless, infinite. It embraces everything and illuminates everything in its greatness. Kun is composed of all yin lines, yin, feminine, divine feminine, and coaches you to become more still, observant, and less reactive. By not doing anything, you become a spectator to see how circumstances unfold to guide you. And so that by doing, you know, it's that piece of when people say, well, I'll just sit back and do nothing. It's not that. By not doing anything, that is an active choice. It means that you're saying, oh, I'm not going to push and shove and be hostile and, and reactive. I'm going to be proactive in my response of stopping that energy to do nothing, actively do nothing, actively listen, become a spectator in that moment or any given moment. So I can see how the circumstances are unfolding so I know where to go because they're guiding you. They're going to guide you. That's what I did this morning. I had to stop. I had to do nothing. I had to actively be proactive, do nothing, stop. So as to be a spectator, to go, okay, okay, ah, now I can see how it's going to unfold. See, there's there's a purpose in everything because I was frustrated this morning <laughs> and a little panicked. I'm like, hello, got to, you know, there's a show and it's big, it's deliverance. And they were like, oh, hold up. Eh. <laughs> it, 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 see how it plays in? The master said, when closely related things do not harmonize, misfortune is the result. It's very powerful. When closely related things do not harmonize, misfortune is the result. Misfortune is simply how you fight against necessary change. 
Sometimes kun can be a message about letting the past go and opening to something new. You may be too attached to what you believe you want when Tao is bringing you what you need. It's so powerful. I wish the Lady Jacqueline were here right now. I'd be like, mic drop. I'll do it anyway. Mic drop. <laughs> if we're so enslaved, encumbered, shut down, not open to receive, telling ourselves a story, telling ourselves what we must have, we do not receive what we need. And it's Tao, it's source. Soul source is bringing you what you need, not necessarily what you want. Oh, and what's necessary? Surrender what we say we want, surrender what we're telling ourselves we need, want, so that Tao, source, soul source connection, can bring us what we need. And, and look at that. Look at chaos versus destiny, chaos versus deliverance. Conflict and chaos is the attachment to what, some, what we believe we want. Destiny and deliverance is about source, Tao, bringing what we need. I mean, hello. <laughs> look around to see what life is saying to you right now. Pay more attention to your dreams to uncover the profound guidance that comes from within. So this is the beauty of hexagram two, the receptive force. Contained within it is itself, and its underlying cause is the creative force, a unifying force. They're coming together. This is deliverance. This is how it's going to be delivered. Ian is talking about, I've been very impatient lately. Hmm. Yes, see the impatience. And, and yes, we are because it's like we want, to, there's a knowing. You want to get somewhere. You can feel it. You can feel this new. It's not just words. It's not just talking. You can feel it. It's an energy. And it's the energy of the deliverance. It's the energy. I'm going to bring it back up again. You know, it's the energy of the deliverance, the sunflowers, this radiance that is being delivered, the new. The release, the freedom, the liberation, the star card in the tarot, wish fulfillment. She's she's nude. She has the the there's eight stars. It's the Pleiades, the seven stars of the Pleiades, and the star makes eight stars, eight infinite, boundless. And the jug, the waters, the living waters. She's pouring one jug into the water, into the stream, the other onto land. Those living waters are spirit. It's the Holy Spirit. It's the deliverer of source. It is that. And so we can see this is all culminating. It's it's like the the what is it the it's like the, the cauldron, you know, the it's it's fulminating. That's the word. It's fulminating. It's this beautiful thing. The cup never overflows. And yet it's always full and it's living. It is active. So even in our knowing, our, our quote unquote, do nothing so as to be a spectator, so as to be guided, that is an active, fulminating, active um, 
proactive act. When you cultivate a natural response to what unfolds, you react less and observe more. It is often in the things that you cannot change that you discover Tao's power to guide you the most. When it's immovable, when it is in close proximity and it's not aligning, when you are forcing, when are you when you're controlling, that's when you know the most to let go. That's when you know to respond, not react, to observe so as to receive. Circumstances urge you forward, although reaction is how you defend the past against the future. A natural natural response means that you respond to life without defending anything. So here we're talking about, in in one situation, what we know, our known behavior, is to react. It's to defend self, our position, our choices, our beliefs against the future because we don't know the future. It's unknown. So we're going to be in a potentially hostile, defensive position versus the other natural response. The natural response means that you respond to life without defending anything. You observe. You make no judgment. You let it speak to you, not on the surface, underneath, deeper, wider, higher. And so often, so often, you know, this is why, you know, you see all the, you know, news and shows and reality shows, they speak to the least component in us because it's easy, it's cheap, it's easy, it's reactive, it's fear based, it can gin up, it requires nothing of you. It's it's just, it's on the surface. However, to not react, but to respond, to to sit back and, and allow so as to receive, so as to discern something greater, that requires patience. It requires openness. It requires yielding, receptive force. It requires you to yield, to listen. That that is where the gold is, and yet so few do it. But it's the new. <laughs> we might we may find it odd that mystics deny the reality of the outer world, yet more people deny the immense power and reality of their inner world. Like the autumn, like the time of autumn when all things turn back to be renewed, you are coached to turn inward to reinvigorate your inner garden. So this is about the fact of, and what we're talking about right now too, is we are, it's not that we deny the reality of our outer world. It's just, it's an illusion, right? It is there for us to see what we're neglecting, not fighting against, not surrendering to internally. So the outward chaos is the illusion, is the mirror of the inner turmoil, the inner enslavement, the inner devil. In reality, in truth, we are free. And so this is where this deliverance, it's going to become very, the way they're saying this to me is, it's, it's going to be, become abundantly clear 
this deliverance, this liberation, this freedom is present, is here, is absolute. And to do otherwise will is going to be virtually impossible, painful. You won't be able to do it. And that that is this re- reinvigoration of the inner garden. Remember all the way back? Garden of Eden? Pure, beautiful, harmonious, harmonic, responsive, proactive, not reactive, not harsh. We're going back to where we began. When you compose your inner world and control its gusts and storms, you will discover wellness and harmony in the outer world. Tao prods you forward, but misfortune is how those who go against the way are called unlucky. Again, are you going against the way? <laughs> you may think you're you're going, but you know there's no there's no way for you to lie to yourself because you know. Anyone fighting against the way is cognizant of the way. The seed of it is in inside. Just like the fear is, is inside the knowing. Like the, the fearing of the unknown. But you know. You know there, the new is there. You just have a fear of letting go. The opposite is true. You have... You, you have the knowing that you want to stay because you have the knowing of the, the new is arriving. It's, a, it's here. So you have a fear of letting go to go to the new. It's a very, they're, they're contained one within the other. And those who go against the way are called unlucky. Because again, it doesn't, it doesn't work out that way. It doesn't stay. Time is not fixed. Source. Spirit is not fixed. It's a living water. It's living. It's constantly evolving. Look at the images of our universe, right? They're constantly evolving, constantly changing. It's not like a snapshot. Don't, that's it. It's not like that. When you are searching for direction, you will find it through your dreams, intuition, and inspiration. So look at these things, your senses, not the physical ones, not the three cups. The fourth cup. What's contained in the fourth cup? Your intuition, your inspiration, enthusiasm, your dreams, your openness to receive. When these inner clues are measured against events, synchronicity, events, synchronicity will validate your pathway. Simple meaning. Once you're open to these things, once these you see these events and the synchronicities and everything, it's going to validate, ah, I'm on the right path. I'm going the right way because you can't make it up. The master weaver is creating it. Be still and have patience so that you may begin to cultivate your personal connection to what unfolds. And that's so beautiful. It's the final piece of be still and have patience. There was Jen saying patience, having problem with patience so that you may begin to cultivate your personal connection to what unfolds. It's not your personal connection to the past. You already know that. This is for everyone. You know, we already know that, right? This is about the new, the deliverance, the connection to what unfolds, the connection to the unknown. And soul source connection, the, the, uh, the unifying force, 
the rainbow blessing, the river runs through it, the deliverance, the blank white canvas, these elements is our personal connection to what unfolds, to the unknown, to the new, to this new canvas of creation. And that is where, and I, and I just want to finish off with this, I'm mindful of the time, and thank you everyone for joining today and following the Lady Jacqueline and I on this journey as we continue it, because it's just, August has been an epic month um, of information of how these how these energies are kicking off, culminating, kicking off, and carrying us through to the beyond. Um, and the deliverance, to sum up what the deliverance, this creative receptive force is in play and at hand, the master weaver, what they've been weaving and creating for us, and how the Holy Spirit will deliver this, and how the allowing us opening and cultivating our openness and our patience connects us to what unfolds. What is that? It speaks to a double portion. So double rainbows, double portion of rejoicing in your inheritance. What is it that we, and think our inheritance, meaning our, our ancestors, our past lives, all culminating to this point, this moment, you know, like this end of a way, end of an era, so as to receive something new. That new is our inheritance. So it's a double dipping, it's a double portion of the rejoicing in our inheritance. It is everlasting joy. It is, and remember there was a post that I did, they were guide, they guided me, it said, harness your coat of many colors. And here it's talking about what do you receive? Your garments of salvation. What is the definition of deliverance? It is about liberation, salvation, these types of things. And your robe of his righteousness, meaning source's righteousness. So it's the garment of salvation, the robe of righteousness, the crown of righteousness. It's receiving these things. And it's literally believing they're, they're real, they're true. They've, it's 2,000 plus years old. <laughs> so, and ultimately, the deliverance is our inheritance. That's the, that's the real point of this, is the deliverance is our inheritance. I just want to end off with Elizabeth. Um, she's She's saying, I'm finding it hard to stay patient too, but I know that it's all connected and sticking with trusting the way. It's been a reflective month. Exactly. These energies have been very reflective, introspective. It's like cracking the walnut. They're giving, it's like cracking open the walnut for the gold, the soma, the gold. I want to bring this back up. Here's this image of the Holy Spirit, the dove the central sun, the sun, S-U-N-S-O-N, the baptism by fire, the Holy Spirit. And here it is, this soma being this gold, the cracking of the walnut, so the gold appears. Because when this is the inheritance. This is why. This is where the impatience lies. Because somewhere in there, 
We all want this. We all know this. Now, not everybody wants it. I'm saying we all want it, meaning to, to an informed audience of everyone listening and certainly those joining today. There is this impatience. The lady at Jacqueline and I have spoken about this, where this impatience, we're like, oh my gosh, we're on the train. We've got the golden ticket. Let's go already. And so there's an impatience because you know there's something greater, something more. You know that that image, this image of the sunflowers, this rejoicing, this everlasting joy, these garments of salvation, this robe of righteousness, the crown of righteousness, these are our inheritance. And for the life of me, I do, I, you know, everything is divine, everything's purposeful. Why you would not be excited about receiving that as your inheritance, why you would not want that, why you would fight against it, why you would you know, uh, push back, delay, and perhaps, you know, why you would take the opposite position, you know, because, you know, uh, there's a quote that says the, the, the definition of suffering is attachment. If you're attached to something, you mean, it means you want it to stay the same. You want it to be fixed as opposed to fluid as opposed to living. Well, what happens? Water, anything, put, it gets stale, right? <laughs> and yet when, when the waters are flowing, when they're moving, when they're alive, they stay pure. They have all the nutrients you need. Everything is sustained. Everything continues because it's moving. It's fluid. So, yes, Elizabeth, um, be kind, remember, be kind, be patient. Um, and as you're saying, and yet you know that it's all connected and sticking with and trusting the way. It is literally you, and this is this is the literal. Here's the Lady Jacqueline in my head. The literal practical of this is to remember. It is about sticking with, being connected with, and sticking with, trusting yourself, your soul source connection, knowing the way, trusting the way, trusting that the master weaver has got your back. You're going, you have your inheritance. You desire to move forward, to be in destiny and deliverance. You're in that truth. And thereby, remember, it delivers us not what we may want, but what we need. And so we've talked about that before too, to be open to what and how and when and who and all of that, because trusting in that, trusting in the unknown, in this deliverance, in the unfolding, the unknown, that's where the magic is. That is where the magic is. Anything shy of that, we're in a box. We're controlling. We're trying to hold on to the past. We're, we don't want something to leave us. Well, if it's in close proximity and it's not working, it's gonna, it's, it's, you're going to be in conflict. So thank you all so very much. I, again, I hope I've done this justice. Um, it's deliverance, a moving away from, 
hyphen departure from the past, the creative and receptive forces in play. And I love that too, in play. And remember, childlike, right? In play. It's like that beauty of being childlike. So they're playing the master weaver, the divine masculine, the divine feminine, the Holy Spirit are playing, playing as in in play. And it's in play, meaning game on. It's, it's, it's happening. Um, and at hand, nearby, ready and accessible, readily accessible. The trigger, the starting gun, is this Virgo new moon that's happening on Saturday. The deliverance, the, the method, is the living waters, the Holy Spirit, the baptism by fire. This energy that we talked about where you don't hold on to it, you let it permeate, you let it move through you so as to inspire, so as to receive, so as to sit back and, and be a spectator so that you know how to go as guided. And finally, so that you are open to a new reality, a new way of being, so that you are open to this state of being. And I'm showing for those not uh, that are listening later in the, in the replay and on the podcast, it is the beautiful image of a field of radiant sunflowers. This is your inheritance. This is your, um, this is your legacy is what they're saying. And so to all, namaste. I bow to the divine in you, and I thank you for joining, and we will see you next week. You've been listening to Dear James Live. Gain intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions and so much more by tuning in next week and visiting DearJames.com.